God body is simple. It means you see God when you look in the mirror and that the body of man is God and that there's no mystery God in the sky. You are God. Yep. Hey, what's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of The Anabolic Mind, where we talk about um, wellness and how people integrated it into their lifestyle uh, from all walks of life, man. So I try to get a diverse group of people on here. And with that being said, I got my first MC. I think you're my first MC on here. So that's a, that's, that's that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. I'm excited. I got my first MC on here and also my boxing coach, all around great guy, J-Dub. Say what's up, Jay. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? I'm J-Dub. Hope y'all having a blessed day so far. Great to be here. Hey man, th thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, man. So we can't talk so about we can't talk about what we were talking about two minutes ago. <laughs> it was good though. It was, it good. was good. It was good. It was good. It's different, different conversation, different combo. But we're gonna talk about how you integrated uh, health and wellness into your lifestyle and how impactful it was to you and uh, how, how important you think it is for the community. So uh, tell the uh, the viewers uh, where you're from, man. So I'm from Lodi, California. It's in the 209 area code. It's uh, about three miles uh, uh, north of Stockton, California, and it's about 30 miles south of Sacramento, California. So um, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere, but we're close to a lot of stuff. And, and, uh, what kind of neighborhood would you say it was tough? Well, it depends on where you were at. Um, but, you know, uh, my parents, they chose to get the house where they got it, and it was um in in not the best place in, in town it was definitely the worst area of the city and um yeah man it was definitely a hard lifestyle to live and uh, it wasn't like the other side of town where it was a lot easier for you know so it's just all about the environment and the environment was definitely tough yeah i know places like that where you know once you cross a certain block or a certain street the whole correct neighborhood, changes whole neighborhood changes and it's like damn so quick you easily get caught up you know, New York, is, New York is like that. You turn the corner in New York. Well, Something totally different, right? And you, you get into some shit that's totally different. Uh, L.A., definitely. You Same know, thing. Uh, I, but right. I, see, I see you in the studio, man. So you, uh, you, you just finished doing something? I'm yeah, man. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been working a lot here lately. And it's, it's uh, you know, because I'm back here at home. We don't have a lot of studios even here at home. If I want to go to a studio, I'd either have to, like, a real nice one. I have to go to the Bay Area, which is, like, an hour away. Mm -hmm. Or I go to Sacramento and stuff like that to get some of that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I just been here trying to set it up in my own spot, get it up, set up in my own room and, and, and get my own audio engineering going. Cause I've been wanting to learn the business to, to the full extent, man. And so it's like, I know how to write, I know how to, uh, you know, do all that kind of stuff, but I really want to know how to start doing the mixing and mastering and, and right. just learning, learning to be the best that I could be at the whole entire thing, man. Got you. Got you. Let's go to your, uh, what was your, what was your, uh, what was your diet like when you were young? Uh, man. So, uh, as I was growing up, it, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. Uh, you know, we got, I was in a family of three, two mm -hmm. other boys. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of got what mom and pops went shopping for from the store. And, uh, we had, you know, two separate things. One was kind of more of a healthy spot. And then the other thing was more of when we kind of got desserts and when we got to, you know, have some shit that, we got to mess around and eat cookies and all that type of shit. Mm -hmm. um, my teenage years, um, it wasn't very good because I got put in the group homes and I was in the system very young. So, mm -hmm. uh, man, what, I kind of, what kind of food they got in the system? 
man, it's, it's, <laughs> it helps you survive. You feel me? You're going to live. Right, you can live, right? But that's yeah, about but it, right? It's, the sodium is off the charts, man. You feel me? Like, it's, it's horrible amounts of sodium. I mean, you're eating things that are filled with a lot of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, just a not lot of, a lot of better. preservatives, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely a lot of frozen stuff, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but things that aren't really going to be beneficial to you in the long run to help live a, a long life and things like that. And if you do, you know, uh, it's not going to really do so much for your insides in, in a beneficial manner. So, you know, but it is what it is, you know, and I right. just had to deal with it. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I mean, you know, uh, me, I grew up in a West Indian family, my family's from Antigua. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, 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 all kinds of sugar shit, <laughs> all kinds of guava cheese. Not even you know cheese made out of milk, but cheese right. made out of sugar out of fruit. Right, right, guava right. Cheese with some white bread with some butter on top of the bread. You know, very high glycemic. So I ended up forty-five inch waist at uh seventeen. Right, 15. yeah, just yeah. getting all that stuff. But when did you get into sports? Were you were you active and stuff uh, in the group home or before the group home? How did you get into boxing? No, it's actually funny. Well, boxing was came a lot later. You know, boxing came a lot later. Uh, I was very athletic as a young kid, but uh, no, nah, man, I actually, uh, I actually got into gymnastics when I was a kid. Ah, uh. the thing is that I was climbing a lot of shit, and mm-hmm. I was jumping up on a lot of stuff as a kid, and my parents didn't know how to really do anything about it. And there was actually a gymnastics thing down the street, and I was actually, I was like, oh man, I'm already jumping and doing flips. I was like, I'll try it out. So I actually did that from three to like nine years old, and wow. Uh, wow. yeah, no, I did it. I did it for almost six years, and I did it every day. And so, like by the time I was nine, man, I was doing the whole flips and the jumps, and I was on the high bars and doing all that type of stuff. Um, you think that helps with your uh, boxing? You think it transfers? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, and, and still to this day, I can still do a backflip. I could even run up the wall right now to this day and do a backflip. So it's 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 it still gave me lifelong things that um, I've never lost right. uh, and, and, and gave me different things that a lot of other people might not have achieved or, or, or tried in their lifetime to do. Um, so I'm, I was very flexible and very athletic at a young age and stuff like that and doing yeah. flipping shit. You know, it's, it's funny. Most of the guests that I have on here, the ones who say that they worked out when they were younger, mm-hmm. they tend to be in better shape. Today, as, as yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sure. So, if that's one message we want to get through to people is that uh, if you got kids, start you know, start them, start them out young and get them active. So at least you know they have a reference point to know how to use their body and feeling like they're in shape and stuff. I think that's that's super important. Uh, Correct. Me, what happened to me? I started going to uh, dancing school. My dad died when I was two, so I was doing tap, jazz, ballet, and modern. But you know, definitely is not working in the hood. Once they find out in Brooklyn, right? Once they find out in Brooklyn, I was doing ballet. I was running home every day from school. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I stopped dancing school, which was the only activity I had. I ended up with a forty-five inch waist and running home from school one day. I knew I wasn't going to survive. That's how I joined the Navy. Mm-hmm. But I always wonder: had my mom got me into sports, you know, I might have been a pro athlete right now since I'm a trainer. Correct. I always wonder mm-hmm. what would have happened. So. You know, as a parent, it's always good, or even if you're mentoring, you know, expose the youth to different types of shit, you know, get them with the, like with yes, my sir. kids, if they don't want to dance for a year, I put them in swimming. If they don't want to swim for this year, I put them in tennis. I don't force them to do anything. I think it's better to try a whole bunch of different ones and see which one resonates. Oh, yes, sir. A- absolutely. hundred percent. And and in, in my town, it's so small, we didn't have very much. So like we didn't have no boxing class. I think there was only one karate class 
Uh, and then you had like basketball, you had baseball, and then you had the gymnastics stuff and everything. You feel me? So it was like, all right, let me try this out for a little bit. But then after after I was like nine to ten, I, I kind of experienced what you was talking about. Because when I was a kid, I remember having some of my homies there and like, hey, man, what you doing all those flips for? Isn't that like a, you know, that sport's not for dudes and shit like that. And I was like, well, I was like, I guess I was like, I've been doing this shit for flips and woo woo all the time and shit like that. But I say it only took me another year where I just started to fall out of it. And I was like, man, I just drifted towards baseball and all that type of shit. Mm, more. Mm. You know, and then I just kind of played around with what the sports that were available in my town. You feel me? Right. Um, so which was primarily what? Baseball, basketball, of course. And pretty much. Yeah. Or football. Um, football. But it just is you only have one team because there's only one school or, or, or two teams, because I think we now have a second school now. But, you know, it's just it's just you're very limited when you don't have such a. Uh, big range of options, you know what I'm saying? So you yeah. kind of jump into what you're giving you. Or if your parents are already going to control what you're doing, you're going to do what they're trying to throw you into, you know what I'm saying? And and that's how a lot of kids end up in trouble. They just got the idle yeah. time. And if they don't fit into the other three sports, but they still have that energy, you know, they end up getting this situation. So it's, yeah. it's, it's super important right now. But, you know, it's also interesting. I want to get your opinion on that. What you think about sports right now, kids sports I'm talking about in school, mm -hmm where everybody gets PT, everybody gets playtime. So in other words, the best soccer player doesn't get more time than the weakest soccer player on the team. Ooh, they oh, they're doing that team. now, huh? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what you think about that? I think it's kind of different because that's not what I was great, grown up on, you feel me? Like if you didn't play well, you sat the bench, you know? Right. And, um, but I, I believe that sometimes we have to just adapt to the new ways of stuff and 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 if if they're given equal time, I think everybody deserves to have equal time at certain things. Now, if you're having a competitive sport or something like that, you're trying to win. Definitely, I believe the best players should be on the you know trying to get there to the to the top. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, as long as everybody is is fair and getting a certain amount of uh, equality, mm -hmm. I don't have nothing against that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should always get you know good amount of play time and fair time. But you know, when it comes to competition type thing, that's a different story. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But I, I, I think that um, I think that uh, it because it, it's the sport might not be for you. Like if you mm. team yeah. and you're riding, riding the bench, you're not getting picked. That's your mm -hmm. signal, perhaps to step your game up or try something else. So at the same time, you want yes, to be sir. inclusive to everybody. I think that, you know, it kind of stops the motivation or the drive of the mm -hmm. best, actually, because, you know, that's how I used to be when I'm growing up. But I'm old. <laughs> I'm always a fuck. So it was the people rode the bench, and then you was like, "Damn, I want to get better, so I can get some PT." So then you practice. Correct. It was you that know, motivation. Yeah, it was that motivation. But uh, you know, it's it's interesting now how they how they do it in schools. You know, but uh, yes, sir. Yes, with, sir. With the sports. So you I got think schools are all changed up now. With how, you know how things yeah. are and everything. So it's kind of yeah. how you kind of yeah they implementing a whole bunch of new stuff. Some for the better. Uh, uh, some uh, some for the worse. You know, but I, agree. I, I think the schools when they started putting sodas and all of that shit. In the schools, that was the beginning of the end, man. You know, because correct, and, and we don't think about that a lot. Yeah, because in my high school when I went, that's what we got was pizza and soda for lunch. Yeah, yeah. I candies, Charlies, and all that kind of stuff. You could buy any candy you wanted. Yes, I never understood how you could, you know, have a vending machines in the schools that are giving your kids unhealthy shit when the obesity level is so high, especially in the hood. They got the correct. highest obesity levels in the most food deserts. You know, uh, even Washington D.C. They got the most food deserts in the United States. Uh, food desert is where you have to walk a mile to two miles to get fruit or vegetable. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, and the nation's capital. I wasn't even knowledgeable. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It's a lot of crazy shit. So that's good that oh, people. Get up. Desk, huh? wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes sense though. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, a lot of times you didn't have names for it back then, but you know you had to walk because the bodegas never had any in New York anyway. They never had any fresh fruit, so we didn't right. know, we didn't know we were in a food desert. Correct. Correct. You became aware, right? Yeah, yeah. You become aware later on. When did you get into the boxing? Boxing, man. I, I got into boxing when I was uh, about 24. So I'm 30 now. I see. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it about a solid seven years. Um, but I sure wish I would have found it earlier. I ain't gonna lie, man. I feel that if I would have found it earlier, um, it probably would have saved me a lot of stress and a lot of anger problems that I experienced as a teenager. Because mm -hmm. once I had started to implement it as an adult, I still had anger problems, you feel me, as I was becoming an adult, you feel me, and all the traumas and all the shit that I went through as a teenager and things like that, you know, uh, yeah, I, I kept going through it. So I was like, okay, I need to I need to switch this up. Right. And uh, so the boxing, once I got started to do it, it just, I found a different way to, and a more healthier way to release negative energy. And it, it really changed my life, man. So uh, it, it's a blessing that, that I found the boxing or something that helped in that, that manner. Right. And what about the music? When did you, when did you start about the same time or before boxing? Well, man, I had always I had always been rapping since like 13, 14 on the streets and, and we was always freestyling and smoking weed and kicking mm -hmm. it, drinking and shit on the block and then people was always freestyling, but I had always seemed to have the best flow and then everybody was like, "Man, you doper than everybody else and you should do this and we'll do we'll keep going." And I was like, "Well, man, let me get a little computer or something." And we started messing around with it, but um you know, that I never really got into a, a real studio or a microphone until I was 18 years old and somebody had a whole setup in their 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 house and things like that. And uh, you know, my flow was my flow was fine, but my whole everything else was was not there because I had no practice or understanding mm -hmm. of how it actually worked. And yeah, then I just started to record at 18 and I I've never never stopped since and I've just progressed. Uh and as I've progressed, I've now started to now implement the marketing and the other side of the business that mm -hmm. I wasn't so uh, aware of in the beginning myself. So, got you. And how does your how does your fitness and uh, how does your fitness enhance your art? Oh man, completely. I, it, without my fitness, I couldn't even bring out the best art because if I'm not feeling good every day, if I'm not relieved of the stress, if I'm not having good energy, which all starts from going to the gym. Um, you know, the, the going to the gym relieves the depressions that I've had before. It helps to, you know, takes away the anxiety, not just from a mental standpoint, which is huge, but then it comes into my physical standpoint and who I am as a person and being strong and being able to not have to worry about any health problems. Like it, it, it's an, it's an amazing thing. And I'm so glad, um, that I implemented it at such a young age to, to realize how important it is because, I see other people that I'm close to that have not implemented it and they're suffering right now as you and I are speaking because of those decisions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Especially uh, especially in the in the entertainment business. A lot of guys dropping off. You hear every year it's like, you know, five or six significant people mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. in rap or hip hop, you know, from obesity related illnesses, you know. Because Correct. I don't think a lot of us un understand that, you know, being obese, overweight lowers your immune system, your ability to fight off other shit. Correct. So you end up getting caught up in other shit because you have a pre-existing condition in the first place, which is being overweight. So right. it's not just about a look thing about, you know, so you can flex on people or this and that. It's actually about right. 
you know. Yeah, you want to you want to avoid the avalanche of negativity that will come to you, to your body. You know, what I'm saying you're you're not saving yourself from one thing. You're saving yourself from many things. You know, and uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I had uh, explained it to you uh, before, but I, my mother, you know, what I'm saying like I had started having a relationship with her, and she was. 70 pounds overweight during COVID. During COVID, she started working out and lost the entire 70 pounds, changed her whole life. But the wow. whole thing, yeah, change, I mean, now she goes to the gym every day and somebody that never went to the gym for the first 65 years of their life, you know, and then in that first year of going to the gym, lost 80 pounds. It and, just, she, and she got hands now. And she got hands now. <laughs> she was knock a few people out if she had to do it. Right. But, but the most amazing thing, Mark, about the whole thing is that my mother for the last 20 years has been on uh, five different blood pressure medications. Mm. And she's now to this day on zero. Wow. That's incredible. They have been all removed by her doctors because of how much weight that she lost. Yeah, people don't understand, man. They really and don't that's, understand. That to me, brother, is like the most sensational and realis you know, realization of how much this really works. Like if it can take away the medicine that mm -hmm. you needed to take for years and relieve you of that. Right. Man, you know, like well, what a blessing, you know. So yeah, why, 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 why are we why are we implementing it sooner? Peace, man. I want to take a break from today's episode to personally invite you to the WinJet community. This is the community where I'm hosting all of my fitness challenges, giving all of my tips, where you can interact with me and my guests. Join the community. It's 100% free to sign up. And uh, we'll see you inside, man. Back to today's episode. Peace and love. So that we could avoid that and then be the best self that we need to be and want to be, you know, if we want to be that. Yeah, that's that's definitely real, man. That's definitely real. That's one of the reasons why I want to have you on and really, you know, appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. I, yeah, it's, it's amazing experience. Yeah, man. But I want to get into another topic, not related to health and fitness, because the shit just happened. Homeboy, uh, what's his name that got shot at Roscoe's? Mm hmm. What's his mm -hmm. name? PMD Rock, right? PMD Rock. Rock, man. Uh, rest right. in peace. You know, the rapper got shot there yeah, with, the, with, peace, with the jewelry. Man. You know, you're from L.A. You know, I'm from New York, yeah, but, I, but, I, but I live out here and I know there's certain rules of operating and how to move around from somewhere. I'm, I'm learning that. I wouldn't say I'm from it, but yeah, I, but you're from California. You understand the rules. Yeah, general, understand like, it, yeah. Not even to say you're from L.A., but you're from California. So, you know, it's different here than anywhere else. Correct. 100 percent. So 100%. Uh, what what you think? You think he should have just checked in, let the OGs know he was in town? He should not have no. been wearing the jewelry there. What do you know? I, I don't I don't believe you know checking in any any anybody else that's that's on them when it comes to checking in. Uh, me, I just I speak from a personal thing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't check in with nobody. You feel me? If I need to speak with somebody, we'll have a conversation. If they want to speak with me, we'll speak. But when it comes to somebody else. You know, I, I don't believe that you need to ask another man or another person or another entity to, to ask how you move or how you want to move. I believe you as a person should be able to move however the hell you want. Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't move smart. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we have to understand that, you know what I'm saying, this is a dog-eat-dog -dog world and there's wolves out there, you know what I'm saying, in this world. And so if you and are you not- got, and, and you got a couple hundred thousand on you. Correct. And 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 I'm saying you could be able to live however you want to live, but the way you want to live sometimes comes with those yeah. wolves trying to 
attack right. or get what you got. So it's like it's up to you to be aware of that. And if you want to move like that, be aware of your environment. I just think that, um, yeah, you got to really be understanding of your circumstances, your environment, what's going on around you and what you're doing, because not everybody's going to be a sheep. You know what I'm saying? And it's up to you. What are you going to be? Are you going to be a, a sheep, a wolf or a sheep dog? You know what I'm saying? And I see myself more as the sheep dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one where you ain't going to fuck with me. Right. You know right. I'm a, so it's like, as long as you leave me right, we're going to be all right. But you got to understand sometimes you might put yourself in, the, in that position, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and again, one time, sometimes there's too many. So you got to be on point. 100% of the time, all the time. And it's unfortunate. Rest in peace to his soul, his family. I hope that, you know, uh, you know, their family is able to 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 deal with that in the most um, sincerest of ways. And that all my condolences to him. But, yeah, it's 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 tough out here. And it's a repetitive thing that happens. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a rapper. I know I know how it goes. I see it all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, that's, why, that's why I wanted you to speak mm -hmm. on it, because, you know, you're coming from a point of view uh, uh, where I can't really, you know. Correct. Yeah, I understand, hundred percent. And so it's like, you know, even and I once I have chains like that or the ability to have those type of chains, sure I'll wear them. You know, but that doesn't mean that I always wear them in certain locations. You know what I'm saying? Because of the environments that I'm at. And, you know, you have to be it's it's uh, mm -hmm. aware of certain things, and and there's a t there's a time and a place for everything. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's real. And, and, and maybe that wasn't the you know, the best place to be flossing like that, you know? Yeah, you know, I, and, I, and we got to balance. Life is all about balance. And if we're not balancing our flossing, if we're not balancing our whatever it is that we're doing, that sometimes will put us in a circumstance that will. Yeah, that's real. You know, yeah. I have um, I have female clients and I always tell them, they're like, you know, Mark, um, we finished the training. I'll be like, listen, you know, you need to do some cardio. You know, and they'd be like, okay, I jump on the treadmill. I always tell them, you know, rather than that, you know, why don't you go take a boxing class and learn something that you can actually, that could save your life or self-defense class or jujitsu class, as opposed to taking a Zumba class or, or a spin class where that can't really help you in the actual yeah. situation. Correct. So, you know, I think now... Just to, uh, that's fantastic advice. Like to yeah. me, I, to me, that's fantastic advice. You know what and, what you, and what you're saying, you know, you got to be, it's, it's the times you got to take precautions. So I think everybody now, male, female, they need to learn some type of. For sure. Yeah. And the thing is, we're not always going to be in a situation where we can have a weapon. You're not going to always be in a position where you can protect yourself with something other than your own two fists or your own hands. And mm -hmm. you know, so it's up to you to be able to, again, that's being your best self. You know what I'm saying? Being your best self is being able to do multiple things. And if you're able to then implement these qualities into your lifestyle, into your body, into your mentality, it might save you from a situation where you're like, damn, I don't have any confidence in myself. I'm not going to try to protect myself right now because I don't know what I can do compared to Oh damn! I'm in a situation. I need to know that I can take this person out right now. Damn! I've been practicing this shit every day. Yeah, you know yeah. Because also, this stuff does happen. It'd be different it, if that it, stuff never happened. You don't it, need to worry about and it, it. And it. And it happens at random. It might not even Absolutely. be something that you did. Correct. This this is what's so crazy about the um the society right now. You might just be caught up in a situation, you know. But I, in addition, I always tell my clients, I'm like, listen. You know, you can do all the gym shit you want, but you need to be able to run a mile straight. 
Correct. You need to be able to run a mile without stopping <laughs> at full speed. And they'd be like, why, Mark? I'd be like, yo, you going to the gym three, four times a week? You can't run a mile? Something's wrong. Correct. You might have to get away from somebody. Correct. 100%. Which is even more important than self-defense. Right. <laughs> You, yeah, might have to, you might have to, might have to run. run. So these two things, if you can't basic self-defense, then you know, if, or if you take two or three in the face, you know at least, damn, he ain't going to catch me. I could turn around and just right. Right. Get, the hell, get the hell out of this situation. But if you can't do one or the two in this type of society, you need to evaluate that. Yes, sir. And, and I think that a lot of people forget that most wolves don't want to attack other wolves. They exactly. want to attack sheep. So it's up for you to gain the qualities of a wolf. It's up for you to, to gain the qualities that are going to help you to fight off these attackers, to, to stay strong to where you're not an easy target. It's up to you to mm -hmm. be that person because if not, you're just making yourself an easy target and it's more likely for you to have those things happen to you. And then depending on how your mentality is, if you're always thinking that something negative is going to happen or you have a fear of it happening to you, and most likely is. And then when it happens, you're not prepared and then you're extremely fucked. So it's like, you know, again, it's up to you to realize it and then just implement it. You know what I'm saying? We can all learn it. It's all habit. You know what I'm saying? Don't think that just because you don't, you weren't born with something that you can't get it. It's all habit. If, if somebody can lose 80 pounds and learn how to do something, in one year that they've never done, you can learn how to box in a month, two months straight, three months straight. If you said, hey, I'm going to do this every day until I get it right. You're human just like I am. I'm I'm no better than you. You're no better. You know what I'm saying? We're all human. So, you know what I'm saying? I've just put in a little bit more work in a certain area. Just like I you. Agree. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, I agree. To, to do that. So how do you balance, you know, like, let's say you're writing an album, right? So mm -hmm. how, how do you balance the the message because you know obviously you're very positive. You know, I know you personally. Mm -hmm. How do you balance the positivity with the gangster shit in order for it to resonate? Because you gotta have a little gangster shit in there for the to actually Big get question. people to listen to the shit. How do you, you know, when you're looking at your album, do you do you say, okay, I'm gonna do three songs, some gangster shit, one, one uh I need love shit, and then <laughs> That's a that's that's a great question. Like uh, uh, and it's it's even a question I ask myself sometimes because you know where I'm from and 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 what I'm so used to in the Bay Area sound and uh, the LA sound, all that kind of stuff, it's like you can get stuck in a box quick where you're just rapping about the same stuff. And uh, because one thing with your music is that you touch on a lot of different subjects, mm -hmm. and that and that's what I like about your music. Thank you, know, you. you have the one in the party club. You talk about drinking too right. much or this or that. I want to change it. I want to. I want to be yeah. versatile in all these different ways because that to me is where I'm like, okay, this is. I want to be about music. I want to be the most creative artist that I can be because what happens is when the past when I was trying to be the more, I mean, I'm gonna start a, the the streets and everything that I'm showing the streets and whoop de whoop de whoop and I'm really implementing. Even though I'm telling my story, I was telling it more in the negative way. Where it's like I wasn't very conscious about some of the things that I was expressing and that when I was expressing it, I was actually bringing these negative situations to my life again on a repetitive basis because I was actually putting that energy out there by speaking on it. So I had That's a to great point. That's a great point you just said. And and if you if you think about all the rap, my favorite rappers, a lot of other rappers that I know that, you know, what I'm saying? a lot of them that have spoken about dying in their music, 90 percent of them are dead. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
because they release that negative energy out into the world. And when you now record it, it's when we say we speak something into existence, you're speaking it, right? But now I just recorded it into existence. And it's you know, going over and over again. Correct. Now you're repeating that energy on a consistent basis, and we don't understand how powerful that is. So, you know, I had my last album that I had did, I had kind of fell back into this street thing because I went through some things personally, and I was like, you know, feeling some resentment at some things. And I was like, okay, I can fall back into my ways a little bit. I was like, let me let me just make the album on it because I'll release it in this healthy way. I'll go do some more boxing. I'll go do all this. I won't go hit the street like how I normally would have gone hit the street and really try to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I try to change how I was doing things before, and then that way I could release it on a better way. So now as I implement this new music that I got going mm -hmm. on, I really want to implement a lot more of, like we're talking, my the positivity and the things like that in a way where, yes, it's still street, where it still resonates with the street, but we're not over here displaying things of a violent nature where uh, it seems like we're not trying to uplift somebody. You know, I want it to be more of a street type of thing where I'm uplifting instead of more talking about the negative aspects and what you might encounter when you're around the things that I've been around. You know what I'm saying? And it's just being more precise about the words and putting them in a way that is, is again, in a, is, a, is in a different light. And so that's why I'm excited for this next album, because I'm not in that same mindset that I was. Right. And I and I've really had to sit back and I had to do my own you know, a uh, uh, mental adjustment. And I said, okay, I don't want to be out here spreading more negative energy. I've, this is, if I want to talk about what I talk about and be what I be about, I need to implement that in my music in the correct way too. So I, I really appreciate you asking that because it's actually something that I'm dealing with right now as we speak on, okay, I know where I'm going to go with it, but it's, uh, it's like that fork in the road, you know, of what you're used to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, damn, I want to, I want to do something different and, and see where this goes because this is going to be that new growth you right. know instead of saying, Hey, I'm just going to be complacent. And what kind of feedback are you getting? Man, so far, everybody's digging it. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, I have uh, one that I'm about to start two actually that I'm going to start recording with these new type of sounds and the people are really liking it so far. They're really excited for me to get it going. I'm really excited for me to get it going. Um, it's more uppity. It's more that, you know what I'm saying? Club sound and, 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 but it just really fits my flow and, and, and it really brings out, um, that uplifting type of feel, man. So it's like I'm excited for it, man. That's what's up. I'm happy to hear that. Who, who's you, your man. biggest uh, influence as a uh, as a rapper or MC? Who what, name two uh, three MCs that influence your, your your flow? So for for sure, my first number one is Mac Dre. Uh, just okay. I'm a Bay I'm a Bay Area yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everything from that whole era and the Diz Nation and all that stuff. That mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. so Bay Area. That's that's for sure. Um, if you if you said second one, I'd have to go East Coast and go with my man Fifty Cent, man, because I wow. fuck with 50, and I fuck with Fifty Big Time because I, I just really relate to him in the sense of how I lived my life uh, in a fearless way. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a kid, man. I was in the streets, 13, 14, running with cats, 25, 26. You know, and they were all black dudes. You know what I'm saying? I was the only white dude surrounded by black dudes and Mexican mm -hmm. cats. And and how was know, that, man? How was that? Man, I had to prove myself, man. I had to do a lot of, a lot of things to show that I was that I could stay and kick it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I was, but again, it was like, I think that's what it was. Is you know, people can always read and understand body language or, or know when somebody's doing something, you know. So it's like people could tell I wasn't afraid, 
And they were like, damn, he really out here. I'm like, well, who got a blunt? You don't got a blunt? I got a blunt. What's up? Roll it up. They're like, how old is you? I'm 13. What's up? Like, you know, I just I just had this attitude where it was like they were they were gonna accept me whether or not they wanted to. You feel me? And then once right. they did, it was just like everywhere I went, you know, and then, and that's the thing is I, I never game bang. Every everybody around here where I'm from, they're all game bangers. You feel me? You see, mm-hmm. you pick a side of color, and me, I just Man, it's crazy how I was able to dodge that. You feel me? I don't know how, but just I was, and I think it was the fearlessness because I had times people were like, "Man, what's up, man? Be a blood, man." I had other dudes, "What's up? Join, be a crip with us, man." You could be a northerner. I pretty much could have been any type of gang member I wanted to be if I would have chose that. You know what I'm saying? But I saw the limitations. I saw the issues that my closest homies were having. I saw the things that were still having to do. I'm just like, wait, let me just implement something else, you know? And I kept telling people, nah, man, y'all do what you do. I don't do that, but I'm just J-Dub the hustler, and I'm out here getting my money. What's up? And then people start, people started to understand. Oh, no, J-Dub don't fuck with the, he don't fuck with the colors. You know what I'm saying? Just leave him be. He ain't going to do it because he he's on his own money shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, because I was fearless in my action of talking about it, they left me alone. It was the fearlessness of it to where, like, I saw other dudes, they were kind of scared, and they were like, oh, you, man, I'll do it. What? And then now they're stuck being in some shit because they didn't, you know, so... Um, they chose to conform. Yeah, that's why I, I really relate to 50 like that in the sense of the fearlessness and shit like that. Who's your uh, MC number three? Man, MC number three? Uh, you got that's Dre's, right. you got 50. I wasn't expecting you to mention the East Coast rapper. Yeah, no, and I have to come back to E40 though. Then I because okay, all right, and I had to come back to E40 just because, um, you know, I'd always looked up to him as a lyricist. You know what I'm saying, and somebody that was just the way he spit and the flow was just one of the most original. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm like, who did what type of flow? It was so like original. Where like people weren't really messing with it at first. You feel me? And then mm-hmm, when I heard, mm-hmm. I, was like, I kept trying to re- re- respit his stuff, but it was so fast for me. That that's what got me. I'm like, oh, I can't even spit dude's stuff. It's too fast. All right, he's tight. Like, I just want to hear some more. And then I just started listening to more E40, more E40, more E40, and Matt Dre, and, you know, all this type of different Bay Area sounds. And, and I always, you know, dipped in and out with the different artists. But those those three would be the main artists that I really listen to on a consistent basis and, and try to, you know, either be like as a rapper or, or was relatable to in the streets and how they live their life. That, uh, that's cool. Those are th- those are three good ones. E forty, um, you know, he's funny because he's, he's super underrated. But you know, a lot of people don't know most of the slang that you heard in the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years came from fucking E 40s raps that just people oh for did. sure because he makes up his own and, and it became like standard, you know, uh, 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 slang. So mm-hmm. many words. There's so many shit that E forty is you can't even. It's, it's crazy, but um, you know. Uh, I'm really surprised to hear people say uh, 50, but everybody, I guess, respects 50's work ethic. Even the uh, West Coasters, they like, okay, you know, they, they mess with you. But, but, but 50 is yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's great songwriter. Great songwriter. Yeah, absolutely. And the work ethic, man, it's, it's, it's really the work ethic. It's the way he, he lived his, his life, you know, with this, this fearless attitude. And, you know, and I'm not saying others didn't have that as well, but it was just the way that it was projected where I was like, hmm. I did a lot of that same shit just in that exact same type of way, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I kind of had that same type of method. So then it's like when I listen to the music, uh, you know, if you hear some of my hood shit, like and my my hood songs, like 
they're very similar in a type of sense of the same things that 50 Cent might uh, say or go through, you know? I mean, not so much of the same flow, but, you know, definitely the, the circumstances and the things are very similar. And so... Uh, that, that's a, that was a great answer, but it definitely threw me for a curve for that. But I wanted to, I want you to comment on this, what I'm getting ready to say, this statement mm -hmm. now. Like, you know, when people hear gangster rap or they hear people talking street shit on an album, you know, it's supposed to be so offensive. Like me, if you if you listen to the stuff that I'm playing on my Instagram, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of DMs. Yeah, yo, Mark, you know the content is great, but you, yeah, you I, why why do you have this song behind this positive shit that you're doing? And I'm like, yo, you have to understand, I'm from Brooklyn in the '80s where Correct. I was walking to Correct. school, stepping over crack vials. This is the music. This is what you're comfortable with. Right. This is how I grew up. This is this is a real shit. So I think I say that I just want you to piggyback on that because mm -hmm. I don't think people understand who hear gangster rap who haven't lived or had that type of experience. I hate to even say gangster rap because it's such a bullshit expression, but just yeah. real shit. Yeah, for sure. On, on a record, I put sure. it that way. For They'd sure. be like, "Yo," because they didn't experience that. It seems like you know, whoa, why why would he be rapping about something so negative? But if that's Correct. your experience, I think people need to understand at the same time. That's art. I also feel like the artist should have a balance on this record. Correct. So I, and, and I, I agree. I think that uh, it, depending on how you flow in your lyrics, it's 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 street poetry. You know what I'm saying? And when you're speaking about the streets, I mean, you, you, you're telling an art form of what you're seeing. I mean, you ain't seeing nothing but these negative things on a daily basis. Right. I mean, I see tweakers. I see people getting kind of... I mean, Right, right, right. You know, it was just... Uh, you know, there, 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 there's uh, gunfights in front of my mama house. You feel me? That I can't even get to my mama house because people just had a big old gunfight in front of. The, you know what I'm saying? Like these are these are consistent things that don't just happen one time. These are things that happen Tuesday, Sunday, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's something different. Sometimes the same thing. Sometimes it's, so it's like that's that kind of comes back to the whole the 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 what we was just talking about yeah why we we're trying to implement different lyrics but at the same time it's like this is really happening that's right the challenge the challenge is how do we implement different lyrics when this is all we see on a daily basis how can we turn this negativity into a positive lifestyle so that when we speaking on this negativity it's not implementing it as something cool to the youngster that's listened to it how can we get it across to the youngster that's listening to it that, hey, man, I don't want you to repeat it. Right. I'm just letting you know that it can get this bad or it can it is this bad. Or you already know that it's this bad because you're dealing with it as a youngster already. You know what I'm saying? But that's where it can get tough because when we hear something, it's habit. You know what I'm saying? So whether we hear something negative or positive, it's a habit. So if we hear more negative shit, even though you're telling the truth about it, right, right, it pulls you still you hearing that. negative shit. Mm -hmm, unfortunately, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So that's why I think the the I'm in I'm in such a, a blessed moment to figure out how to come with something dope. Yeah, and, you know uh, and, and, and where I can implement both things in a way that still relates to the streets, and they can understand. But then, hey man, this is a different way that you can think and be mental and be strong. Not just in your body, but in your mind, your spirit and soul. You know what I'm saying? To the point where you can implement different habits. Your emotions can be mastered, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? To where you 
have the best relationships with different people on a daily basis where your communication skills are at the utmost highest. You know what I'm saying? Where you're not running into resentments and different problems with people because you know how to live your life on this more positive level instead of uh, this, this lower unconscious level of thinking. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing that there's a different way to do it. And that's the things I'm going through right now. You know, so it's like I want to be able to implement those same things in, 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 in myself that will help others. But I also have to remind myself that I have to show it because when I tell it, people don't really get it. You know what I'm saying? And right. so rapping is different. Now, when I spit it through some music, that's different. And now if I try to speak one-on-one -on -one with somebody about it, you know, up front, it's a little bit harder for them to get it because sometimes they're not ready to receive the message that you're trying to get. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people ain't ready to receive the message, you know? Peace fam, before I end today's episode, I just wanted to answer a question I frequently get asked. Number one question, how can I get my content out there? How can I interact with my audience? And my answer is always with Jack Studios. This is where I'm getting all of my stuff edited. This is where I'm posting all of my challenges. This is where I'm interacting with all of my fans and followers. This is where I'm giving all my fitness tips. This is where all the people, all of you people can interact with the people who I'm interviewing with the podcast. You can get better insight. I suggest you do the same thing. It's 100% free to sign up and I'll see you back inside. Thanks for watching. As a trainer, definitely. <laughs> I, know that. I know that. I know that. What's the, um, what's the most, uh, what's the most vulnerable shit you've ever said on the record? What's what's one thing that you really expose yourself like? Damn, I don't know if I want to. Uh, other, pe other people to hear that. No, I think more just like you just like heartbreaking shit. Where like you know, I just did things like in my past in certain relationships. There were some females in the past that I didn't treat very well, uh, you know, and and I kind of was honest on a few records and stuff like that about how I had treated them or how I just wasn't a good person at those times and stuff like that. I think those are the most just vulnerable that I really did or, you know, um, you know, that they really, you know, cause everything else has always just been on some street shit, you know, or, right. or just kind of what's been on that. So nah, man, I, I just those, realized I have, to, I have to forgive myself for that stuff though. Are those records harder to write or? Yeah, definitely. Now that, now that you as they are definitely harder to write because you got to dig deep, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to be honest with yourself. And you know what I'm saying? There's being honest with yourself is a difficult thing. You know, a lot of us spend a lot of our time being dishonest with ourselves about things. You know what I'm saying? And we don't want to talk about the things that we are doing wrong or, you know, and, and so once I had started to sit back and go, you know what? I don't want to lie to myself anymore. When I start having that feeling of, oh, I, I'm going to say something to myself, but I'm really feeling that ain't right. Oh, that's me lying to myself. Okay, let me let me do something. This. So once I started not doing that, um, I was like, okay, this is a lot easier for me to just be honest. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, I'll be yeah. honest. I'll let it out in a healthy way. I'll stop beating myself up about it because beating myself up about it don't fix nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just realizing that the reasons that I was – making those type of decisions is because I was not being the best person that I could have been. I was unconsciously aware of those even things that I was doing wrong because I wasn't putting the effort in or the time in to learn that there is a better way. You know what right. I'm saying? I didn't know all I had was negative thinking. So that's all I could implement at that time was a negative way. So I see you're real big on mindset. Uh, just yes, sir. Uh, 
this interview talking to you uh how much of that are you putting into your music do you talk about that as, as much man as like that, that i'm telling you huge now like you know what i'm saying I, I i really wasn't doing it as much uh in the beginning but as much as i started now becoming more because again it wasn't comfortable with me it's mm -hmm. a new thing even for myself you know what i'm saying because at first i was so on i was so used to negativity i was so used to all this stuff so i'm like oh i'd rather spit negative shit you know what I'm saying, but mm -hmm. now that I started to recognize, okay, there's a different way I could have. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm like, I'm, I can implement this as well now into my music to the point where now let me speak to you about some real shit. Right. And some of the some of the life situations that have happened to me, um, I've been able to then implement that into my songs where people understand and say, oh damn, that's some real life shit. And he's he's spitting some facts about. Was what he's been going through, where I've been through that same shit too, and maybe I should have done that instead. But because I'm now consciously awoke about different things and understanding about how to come into situations on a different uh, mentality, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's a big part, big part in the music of changing that. Like on some, like Nipsey Hustle, that's why I really like Nipsey Hustle mm. too, because he really be spitting stuff where it's like he, he's not just rapping for you, but he almost. Um, he's schooling you at the same time. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to teach you something that you got some wisdom. Right. You got some wisdom in a gangster-ass way. He gave you the pros and the cons. Correct. He, yeah. He just, he just didn't talk about, you know, yeah. talk about what, what, what could happen when the shit goes wrong as well. For so, sure. You know, For sure. That, that I appreciated about Nip. Mm -hmm. um, what was I going to ask? What'd you eat today? Today, uh, <laughs> see what I, I have biscuits and gravy today. I had some sausage. Mm -hmm. And uh, orange juice mm -hmm. so far. So a little, little breakfast that we did some boxing this morning. Okay. Uh, we did a little bit of cardio. I've been doing all my workouts early in the morning. Uh, just helps. What's your, what's your what's your workout regime looking like right now? Your regimen. What you doing? So I was we was going too much on the cardio. We was we was trying to implement cardio every day, and I think it started to just be a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. just cut back. We started going like four days a week on cardio. What kind of cardio? So in the mornings, it just depends. We'll do like 250 flights on the uh, stairs. Mm. Um, and that'll take us about a whole hour. So we'll do a whole hour, no stopping on the stairs. Mm. Um, or we'll, we'll uh, switch it up, either a treadmill or we'll go run outside and we'll do that for a whole hour. Um, and then we have some different boxing cardio um, running type things. I think I might have shown you a few oh, yeah. uh, before. And we'll do that and implement those as well. Um, and and then just the boxing stuff. So uh, pre pretty much just, just some more. Are you pumping? What about the weights? Oh, yeah, for sure. So we'll, we've been doing the cardio. Do the cardio first, get that hour done, and then we'll do another hour of weights. Um, and we'll lift. And then it just depends on if we want to switch the boxing for lifting for that day. Uh, because when we box, we go hard. So, you know, one hour of boxing really doesn't get a lot of stuff done. So we want to get at least two in. Um, and, yeah, man, we, we've been going hard. We've been going from, like, 5.30 to 8.30 in the morning. So, oh, right. you know, and we get a nice little three-hour thing in. But when I get back home, we have the breakfast. Mm -hmm. Get our reading in, you feel me? We do a little positive affirmation, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just yeah. gets... It gets the energy right and the mentality for the rest of the day, man. We're just, I'm telling you, the the, the clarity and the focus is is undescribable. That where when I don't do that stuff, 
my day goes different right yeah me too me too you feel it man you feel it where your day is just not the best that it could be i i know i say that a lot but i feel like that's the statement i just have to use repetitively for people it's like you got to be the best that you can be it's got to whatever it is it's got to be the best that it can be so it's like you know Whatever you're doing, you've got to eat right. That's the only way you can, yeah. the best that you can be is by eating right. You know what that's I'm saying? The, that's the only way you can get out your situation, man, is to is, is to elevate, is to actually change your your own vibration. So I, yes, I definitely yes, definitely feel what you're saying. Yeah. And um, then that's a habit. Yeah. Let's. Hey, man. What's the name of the album, bro? So uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't got a title what, what, yet. No. I just got for this one. You know, the blood and tears. I just dropped this blood and tears. We were thinking about maybe working on the Blood and Tears 2 at the same time, which is a, another EP. Mm-hmm. Um, but for like this new album, uh, I haven't got no name yet. I'm still kind of working on that. How many songs? Still- how many songs in are you? Uh, so far, I'm just one. So far, okay. I'm just one. We just started collecting all the beats. So mm. I haven't, I haven't got to do anything else more than just the organizing of getting it together. Which ones are we gonna use? Um, and then which ones are we going to start implementing some, some videos and, and things too, which one will we record first? So it's right now, it's just the organizing process, but it's dope because we're really jumping into the new sound. We're jumping into these new beats and, uh, it's, it's, it's really just different. So it's going to be a, a dope thing, man. It's going to be dope. Yeah. I know a lot of artists I trained in the past, you know, and I may have gotten them in incredible shape. Some, I'm sure you have, man. Some, some super crazy. Uh, some not so good, you know, but um, some some super crazy. And, um, you know, a lot of them have resentment because they felt like, damn, you know, my music can't get accepted because of the way I look. So they didn't enjoy the process. And it turned yeah. out and subsequently after the project, they got out of shape. You know, a lot of times different artists. What do you, you know, like, what do you say to an artist? Because I know, you know, it, you want to get you want to get uh, evaluated on your work, not your appearance. Mm-hmm. You know, what would you say to an artist about maintaining his health and appearance and how that impacts his uh, success as an artist? Man, it's, it's it's the name of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like everything uh, is visual, right? It, and it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like everything else, man, it, it is what it is, you know, and it's, it's a, it may not be what you want it to be, but yes, that's what it is. People are by looks. People are by visual. They want to see something. And if you don't look to how people think that you're looking, they're not going to sometimes accept it. You know, if a, if a comedian don't look funny, he might not be accepted. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with it. But again, it's like, and it's why, not just, it's, it's, why is it hard, though? You know, if you were trying mm-hmm. to if we're trying to be our best self and you trying to, you know, get yourself to be the best you. Why, why not make it the gym to where you're always implementing it, where you are being your best self, where you are, where whether you're not, you know what I'm saying, doing any artist stuff, whether you are on tour, you always got that shit going. You're taking the damn gym with you on the trailer because you got to make sure to be your best self. You got to make sure that you living right. Even you know if you're not a, even if you're not an artist, I tell I tell my you know, regular people, I say, yo, you're the, you're the star of your own show. 100. You are the artist of the whatever your name is show. You're the most important which person your in life. the world. Which is your life. Treat yourself uh, accordingly. Make sure you're in the best shape. But, you know, uh, even, you know, it was so funny. I used to train Johnny Cochran before he passed. Right? Oh, wow. And Johnny, wow. Used to, Johnny used to train like, shit, like 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. That early. I used, oh, wow. I used to go to train him 4 a.m. 
and Johnny would be on the treadmill. You know, he's like 60 something. Uh-huh. Warming up, like he'd be ready. Like I was always on the treadmill for 40 minutes. Away. Mm-hmm. Let's go work out. And I'd be like, God damn. Yeah. Yo, and I said, look at him. I said, God damn, Johnny. I said, you're not even an athlete. You already paid. <laughs> Right, you know, yeah. you famous, you know, why why yeah. why are you getting up so early to do this shit? Like you're 60 something. And he's like, you know what? I feel like I can impose my will when I'm in that courtroom after I just worked out. The confidence that it gets, wow. he goes, nobody else might not know, but I'm feeling like I did something underneath this suit. 100%. And, then, and then I'm able to perform better. So even if you're not an artist or recording, you know, there's a certain benefit that you get just in the confidence. And the endorphins, because now you're putting out that energy because yes, you've strained, you released all your negative energy. Correct. You're releasing that positivity without even knowing this intangible advantage you get from having that no matter what your occupation is. You know, right. So, I, yeah, it, it's interesting. I even tell business people, you know, like most Fortune 500 CEOs have personal trainers and there's no Fortune, there's no CEO of a Fortune 500 company that is um, obese. Yeah. And, and it, they know it makes them more money. All right, just being in shape, you know, it, up, it uplifts your mood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, 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 it naturally makes you happier. You know what I'm saying? If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling sad, go to the gym for a little bit. It will actually make you start feeling better for a little bit because yeah. that's what it's supposed to naturally do. This stuff will naturally make you more happy or release that depression. It will do those things because it's helping you to, to be a better you every day. You know what I'm saying? And, and you feel good about yourself. After you're done with it, because you accomplished something and you know that it was a positive thing that you were able to implement for yourself that day. And it naturally makes you feel better. Hey, yeah. Yeah. That's real shit. So if people want to get at you, man. How can they get at you? What's your IG? Let's get all get give them all the stuff. So oh, my, my IG is J-Dub underscore official. Find me on there. YouTube at J-Dub 209 at YouTube.com. And I'm on everywhere, Spotify, uh, Apple, all platforms. Um, got new videos dropping every couple weeks right now. Well, trying you, to you, you do keep it rolling. You got a new yeah. video out like every crazy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really implementing the two to three week thing right now. So you can always expect a new video from me every couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I just want to keep the keep it stocked for y'all with some good music all the time, man. And now we just got this new stuff that we're gonna start dropping and these new singles on a consistent basis. And you know, just implement this positivity, implement this growth. Um, you know, I've been over here taking care of my family and my 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 folks and stuff over here, but you know, looking forward to getting back to LA soon and being over there full time, man, so I can uh uh you know getting the music start pushing every more because again, like I said, the studios are over there right down the street. I, I need okay. you. I, I can slip a little bit now. All right, we gonna slip. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a little bit of slip. Got a little bob and weave thanks to you. Yeah, you did fantastic that day to the point yeah. where, like, you know, you yeah, just, yeah. Well, you hey, started to implement it on your own, and look at you. You got it now, like it's natural. You're, you you're know? good. You're a good instructor, man. You're a good instructor. I, and so, thanks, so are you, brother. So you're, you're a great instructor. I appreciate. So, hey, hey, we're gonna close it out. Um, mm-hmm. What what you got to say to the youth, man? Uh, anything you want to close out? Anything you want to say? Anybody you want to thank? Uh, go for it. Oh, man. First of all, uh, I want to appreciate you so much for having me on here. Uh, second of all, I want to appreciate Barbara. Uh, yeah, shout out to Barbara for, for connecting Barbara us. For everything that she does, she always just tip-top shape. You know, she's the best. So you Barbara's know, our publicist. Uh, she yeah. is the best. She is. She's a, she's a wonderful <laughs> woman. And she, she cares about the people that, you know, she has around her. And mm-hmm, so we, mm-hmm. we want to care about her and 
you know, we, we just love her to death. So that's that's another shout out for sure. Uh, I, like to, I like to beat her up in the gym. I like to hear her scream. Tell me, hey, she, <laughs> right? Hey, she, <laughs> she, 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 she goes hard, though. She goes hard. She goes hard. She, it, it, you know, telling you, her, her and somebody on the street, they wouldn't do so well either. You know what I'm saying? She put yeah. somebody on their back if she had to. You know what I'm saying? She, Barbara got the eye. Not just the publicist. She, she, not just publicist. She's half gangster. Right? She had <laughs> okay, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, no, you good, you good. But 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 just everything else for the youngsters, man. Real shit. Just just what we were just talking about today. I think that we said so much about you know everything. Uh, that that that's all I really want to implement, man. Is just that you have everything in your mind. It's all about being positive. I know if you don't get it right now, I understand. You know, uh, because I didn't get that shit. I had. I didn't even know that I was being negative when I was being negative. You know, I just knew that people didn't really want to fucking be around me. And I always had a mean ass mug on my face and I never smiled. And, you know, I had different reactions from all different walks of life and it just wasn't ever good. You know, but once I started to change myself and understand that, you know, there was a different way of living and you can have more confidence in being positive and helping people and not fucking them up and doing all these different ways. You know what I'm saying? Completely mm -hmm. changing, man. Um, you will see the benefits of it, man. And that shit was gangster. You know what I'm saying? That's just what's gangsta. That's what's dope. You know what I'm saying? Is you taking care of your shit, you taking care of your family, you taking care of your life, you being the best, you eating right, going to the gym, being good with your relationships, everybody that you talk to, making sure that you the you be the light around all the darkness that you gotta be. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just keep being dark, you're just falling into all the rest of the shit. You're just like everybody else. Yeah. You know? So stand out. You know what I'm saying? Be that motherfucker that pushes everybody else into a better way of living and a better way of thinking and a better way. Push yourself into it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only way we can get the other person to go, you know what I'm saying, and for them to, to understand is by you doing it yourself first. Because ain't nobody going to believe a fake teacher, you know what I'm saying? So if you ain't doing it, you know what I'm saying, ain't nobody going to follow. So it's up to you. Stay positive. Stay believing in yourself. Have some confidence to understand that you can do anything you set your mind to anytime, anywhere, man. It's all up to you. So I hope you all have a blessed day. Hope you all just, uh, you know, keep rising and elevating, man. Go to the top. Hey, that was that was that was awesome. That's a great way to end it. I, I got nothing else. That was awesome, man. Hey, thank you so much. Stay on, man. Yes, sir. I'm gonna, I'm yes, gonna sir. outro, but hey, thank you so much for being on. I think people appreciate are really you. gonna get something out thank of it. Thank you for having so, me, man. That's an excellent interview, man. You asked some great you answered some great questions, man. You did uh, great answers. Thank you, man. Peace and love, fam. Watch your diet, anabolic mind. We out, Barbara. Thanks so much. Coming to get you. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye.